what is up everybody it is the save and sexless podcast here on a wednesday can we give it up for it being the middle of the week hump day we're halfway through the work week for those of you that are sitting at a desk like me wednesday means we're almost to friday praise god praise god but we are here we are gathered together just to have a good time how is everybody's week going? Let me know. Fill me in. Send me an email at saveandsexless at gmail.com. We're going to jump right into this podcast because I think I have a lot to say. In 2009, there was a young man, a melanated man, a very active young man by the name of Trey songs and we all know Trey songs type of music is highly sexual okay and in 2009 he came out with a song called I invented sex I meaning him as in Trey songs and uh he came out with that in 2009 and if he invented sex in 2009 then what was everybody else doing but anyway, um, we the people, we went and asked Mari, is it true that Trey Songs invented sex? And Mari said, the lie detector test determined that that was a lie. Trey Songs ain't invented that. He had nothing to do with that. He might be good at it. I don't know. But he didn't invent it. You know who invented sex? G O. D God. In all of my years being in a church, I often wonder why the church does not talk about sex enough. Like the majority of the scandals that the church gets caught up in or its officials, it has to do with sex, sexual immorality, uh, adultery, or money. So if sex is clearly an issue, why is it not addressed? Why is it not brought up? You know, sometimes it seems like it's only brought up when somebody gets busted. That's the only time. But is it ever taught about the beginning of sex? Is it ever taught that the reason why God created sex? Is it ever taught about any of those things? Because in all my years, I'm 30 years old. I never really had a church that talked thoroughly about sex. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to dive in just a little bit. Um, You know, I'm on this journey being abstinent or celibate or whatever you want to say for 11 years now. And it's still a learning process to me. So I'm glad that y'all are here with me. And we're going to jump right in. So sex was created by the true and living God. And I know that a lot of people in the church think that sex is so taboo. Like in the book of Genesis, every time God created something, he looked back and he beheld it and he said, it is good. So if sex is something that God created, why do we look at it as if it's bad? I'm gonna tell you why. What has happened is Satan crept in and distorted our view of sex and all the acts that come with sex. 
And that's what Satan does. He takes anything that God created and tries to replicate it or duplicate it, but it's in a distorted view. It's a knockoff view. You know, so now the church is looking at sex in a perverted view, like, oh my gosh, it's so nasty. You can't do this until you're married, you know, but nobody ever says why. Nobody ever says, why is this nasty? Why don't we talk about this? Why don't we address this? Why am I having these feelings? Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about that. But in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, it's in the beginning of the Bible. Chapter 1 and chapter 2, it talks about how God created man and all the things of the earth. And he also created woman and the purpose of the union of two people, including sex. So I came up with the three P's of sex. The first one being procreation, right? And Genesis chapter one, verse 28, it says, Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Okay, number one, our duty as humankind is to procreate, to continue producing, to be productive in the earth, to continue to to grow life. That is the first command of God with his wife. Like, to produce, procreate, get that thing on. Like, keep producing. And a lot of churches, they do talk about that. Like, they do say, you know, you're supposed to. Sex is only for having babies. No, it's not only for having babies. But it is one of the reasons. Number two, pleasure. God created sex for pleasure as well. Okay, if he didn't. Sex will not feel like it does. Now, I haven't had it in a long time. It's, it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two. Sorry. But it's been a long time. But I have not forgotten. Some of you have not forgotten. Some of you are still experiencing that sex feels good for the most part. And God created our bodies so intricately that in our nether regions there's so many nerves and so many sensors down there that is for pleasure there are certain parts of men and women that are designed strictly for pleasure because if it was just about producing the babies there wouldn't be all that other stuff going on down there and even with coming together with your husband because God did create sex to be to be shared with your spouse, marital spouse. But not only are you pleasuring, but it's acts of service towards one another. In the same way that we reverence God and our relationship with him, pleasuring one another is an act of servitude towards each other. This this is my service to you not saying this is my duty this is my job no because I love you I want to share myself with you because I 
love you and I'm married to you and I'm committed to you. I want you to be a part of me. And that leads me to the third P, which is positioning. I believe that sex is made for positioning the man and wife to become one. They go from being two separate people to one. They mesh together in this act. You know, intimacy, I heard Miles Monroe say, intimacy is into me, you see. You know, and when you have sex, we all know that there has to be some sort of penetration. And you're allowing that person to come into you. So you're having sex to produce. You're having sex to please. But you're also positioning yourself with your partner to become one and one before God. Did y'all know that sex within the confines of marriage is honorable before God? It's like worship. Because you're doing what God commanded you to do within your marriage. Within your marriage. So procreation, pleasure, positioning. And positioning is really important. Because when you're married, every time that you're intimate, every time that you're bonding, that's really what you're doing. You're bonding yourselves together with your partner. And the more you do that, you become in tuned with your partner it's a beautiful god created sex to be such a beautiful thing there's a lot of of background work that goes on even with the sex like the chemicals within your bodies the hormones the things that are happening and we'll get into that later but i just want y'all to focus on the positioning the position Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the position, not saying sexual positions, but the position that it puts you when you get into that place with your marriage partner and you share yourself. The Bible says that Adam and Eve were naked and not ashamed. There's nothing to hide. There's nothing to cover up. I am here to please you. I am here to produce with you and I am here to be in position with you. Can y'all take a minute? You ever had a sandwich, maybe like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter jelly or or any other type of sandwich, and the ingredients between the two slices of bread or a sub roll or whatever, they just did not mesh well with the bread. And like the bread can just fall apart. It can mess up everything. But when you have a good sandwich, take a grilled cheese. We're going to say grilled cheese right take a grilled cheese when you take grilled cheese and you put it together the two slices of bread the cheese whatever you want to use cheddar mozzarella whatever kobe jack and you put the heat to it and the heat is the intimacy in the sex you put the heat to it and that cheese get into that bread and the bread get into that cheese and it's back and forth, back and forth. And you keep flipping it over, flipping it over, flipping it over, making sure it just get right. That's how it is. When you are positioned with your partner under the holy matrimony of God, blessed by God. It says that God blessed him. You know that God is looking down on your marriage, sex life and saying, yes, that is what I told you to do. God is well pleased. 
like I said, in the confines of marriage. Now, I know y'all probably saying Juanisha is tripping for using the grilled cheese, but I hope you got my point. Like, sex is more than just an act. It's really a selfless act. And the world has got it so confused with it being selfish. It's all about what can I get? What can I get from this female? What can I get from this dude or whatever? Can I get off on him? Can I get off on her? And I'm not trying to be vulgar, but I'm just being real. We don't talk about that. Sex is not meant to be selfish at all. At all. It's meant to be shared with your spouse as a way of binding yourself with them over and over and over just binding yourself with them gosh man this is so beautiful we serve a god who would think could y'all imagine if just god didn't he just was like you know there's not going to be any pleasure in it they're just going to kiss and boop people just going to be pregnant no god thought enough of us that even though his purpose is for us to produce, that he still incorporated the pleasure aspect of it. He still incorporated positioning of it to allow us to get closer to our spouse. Like, man, I be so in awe. I be so in awe of God and the, the details that he places within our bodies that he places within the earth that he places within life in general like look around look around look at nature look at the world sometimes I sit and I look at human beings and just thinking how did God even think to create tear ducts that at certain times we know to cry or that when we cut up certain foods the tears just form and he was so considerate of us to create sex and give us a pleasure aspect of it Trey songs ain't do nothing like that i don't even know how old Trey songs is Trey songs yeah his songs may be cool or whatever but it does not amount to the holy matrimony of God. That is the best sex. Sex unrestrained in the beauty of holiness before God and is blessed by God. What? Y'all better get hip to that. Y'all better get hip to that. I don't know where I am with the time, but this is going to wrap up the first session of this. I'm pretty sure I'm.